For South Carolina Public Radio, I'm Scott Morgan. Getting around PBI Performance Products Rock Hill Manufacturing Facility is a lot like getting around an aircraft carrier. It's huge and hummy and packed with more than a few steep stairwells. And up ahead, the stressingly not out of breath Scott Grosshans is leading us to the beginning of a facilities tour. When that has happened, we'll cool down, take a sample, and make sure that everything is within our product specification. And Grosshans is, is the vice president of operations at PBI and the plant's main chemist. And as we will soon learn, this is, is a place where chemicals with step. way complicated names go through a long and multi-part process to end up as, well, PBI, which stands for polybenzimidazole. The company makes and sells PBI polymers, solutions, and films, but its flagship product is actually a fiber that is, and this is no joke, something not out of place in rocket science conversations. It comes in long strands like a luxuriant satiny rope, and in its final state looks exactly like what it has come to be for the company. Pure, spun, gold. What makes PBI staple fibers so valuable is an otherworldly tolerance for intense heat. And that is why NASA came calling after three men died during a test run for the first Apollo rocket in 1967. And after that tragedy, NASA embarked on a program to acquire flame-resistant materials to use in their program. PBI, the company, contributed to astronaut suits from the moon missions through Skylab. But the market for AstroChic didn't last long for a simple reason. Yeah, there just aren't that many spacesuits being made, so no, they, that project didn't last a long time. While the company stopped making spacesuits by the early 80s, the insanely high heat tolerance of PBI staple fiber made it ideal for firefighter clothing and for what followed the moon program. If you fast forward to the years of the space shuttle, that vehicle used solid rocket booster motors. Those types of motors have to be lined with an insulating product to protect them from being burned when the fuel inside them burns. It's called a blade of insulation, and on solid rocket engines, it needs to protect astronauts from temperatures more than twice what it takes to melt steel, which for the record is about 2,500 degrees Fahrenheit. Once you light an engine like that, there's no turning it off. It's gonna burn until the fuel's gone. So if you have any kind of a problem within that engine, you're gonna have a massive failure. Today, the space shuttle program is history, but PBI as a material and a company are still on NASA's radar for what lies ahead. We are specced in for the next generation of solid rocket booster motor vehicles that they're building. So when they get ready to move forward with their test flights and so on, they'll be using our product. Beyond space exploration, PBI could also play a big part in carbon capture in the near future. Grosson says the material is quite good at keeping carbon from getting into the atmosphere. It's just a matter of seeing if the company can find the right customer willing to invest in a product tough enough to get to the moon and safely home again. In Rock Hill, I'm Scott Morgan for South Carolina Public Radio.